the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. to the program and may I be the first to wish you on this happy happy Lord's Day and a very Merry Christmas since we're so close to Christmas I thought I'd play a little Christmas music for you and that was Merry Did You Know again welcome to the program you are listening to the Gypsy Christian Hour and I'm your host Sam Nicholas we're live in studio and we will be with you for the next hour taking your calls and talking about the Bible praying for your prayer requests and just seeking God's will and seeking God's strength and seeking God's power, seeking God. So let's do that right now. Would you join me in prayer to open the program? Father, we thank you, Lord. Thank you and praise you, Lord, for this next hour. Thank you that we're able to come before you, seeking you, Lord, seeking your strength and your power, seeking you for who you are, Lord. So I pray, Lord, your blessing, a special blessing upon every listener tonight, Lord, every listener who's listening, every caller who calls in tonight, everyone who's seeking prayer, Everyone who's, who has a need to put before you tonight, I just pray that each and every one, Lord, would receive your blessing tonight as we listen, as we pray, as we seek you in your word. 
Father, just take over. Holy Spirit, you are welcome to take over in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Well, again, <clears throat> welcome to the program. This is the Gypsy Christian Hour. We are a live program. We're here in studio. And I want to encourage you to call in tonight with your prayer requests, with your with your needs, whatever is your need, whatever is going on in your life right now that you need God to make a change in, that you need God to to to, to, to just step in and and make a change. You know, the Bible tells us, be anxious for nothing, but in everything by prayer and supplication, with thanksgiving, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God, which surpasses all comprehension, will guard your hearts and your minds in Christ Jesus. You know, he goes on to say, whatever is true, whatever is honorable, whatever is right, whatever is pure, whatever is lovely, whatever is of good repute, if there's any excellence enough, anything worthy of praise, dwell on these things. Dwell on him. Dwell on God. Dwell on the things of God. That is what whatever is pure and holy and good. The things you have learned and received and heard and seen in me. Practice these things and the God of peace will be with you. What a promise. The God of of peace will be with you. The God of peace who sent his son on this earth. He gave his son. You know, it tells us it, it, that, that there was a, a, a when the, the shepherds were out in the field, it says suddenly there was with the angel a multitude of heavenly army praising God, saying glory to God in the highest and on earth peace goodwill towards men. God sent his son that there might be peace, peace between man and God, peace between you and the Lord. That that which was going on between you and God was separating you from God. That sin that was in your life was separating you from God, but he desired to save you. And that's what we remember this Christmas, the birth of our salvation, the birth of a baby in Bethlehem who grew up to live a perfect life, a sinless life, and to sacrifice his life for you and for me. So let's praise him tonight. Let's worship him tonight. Let's pray to him. Let's seek him. If, you, if you're in need, if you have a need that you want to put before the Lord, I encourage you, call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, and you know, I know people who need prayer right now, we're going to pray in just a second for for some people who are, who are, I just want to put before the Lord. But uh, if you if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's something going on in your life that you want to put before the Lord, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. If you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if there's something you want to bring before the Lord tonight, then I encourage you. Don't wait. Get your calls in early. We want to talk to you. We want to pray with you. We want to put your needs before the Lord because God will answer your prayers. God, you know, the only unanswered prayer is the unprayed prayer. God answers prayers. He, you know, he gave, he gave us the promise in Jeremiah twenty nine twelve that when you seek me with all your heart, you will find me, declares the Lord. The Bible says we will find him when we seek him. So let's seek him. Let's seek him in prayer. The number is 1-888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. If you need prayer, 
If you know somebody who needs prayer, call in tonight. Also, if you have a Bible question, something that's been on your mind, something that you read, something you heard, something that, that, that you need clarification, that you need an answer to, I encourage you, call in and let's let's seek the the let's seek the, the, the word of God. Let's seek scripture and see what the scripture say. What's where's the answer to your question? Whether your question is on Christianity, the Bible, uh the cults, the occult, world religions, uh whatever. Whatever's on your mind tonight, whatever question you want to have answered, let's see if we can find the answer together. Call in the numbers eight 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 nine nine five 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 two. That's 888-995-5552. And if you have any questions on Christmas, you know, the meaning of Christmas or the symbols of Christmas or whatever whatever you'd like an answer to. And I'll tell you, there is, you know, in, in all of the symbols, or I should say mostly all of the symbols of Christmas, there is a Christian meaning. Even Santa Claus has his roots in Christianity, believe it or not. Yes, he does. So if you have a question about Christmas a question about the cults, the occult, whatever, call in tonight and we'll look for the answer to your question in the Bible. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on your calls. I want to pray for some people right now. Um, I want to pray for, for Beba. Uh, her husband, uh, brother in the Lord, Ronnie, went home to be with the Lord just a few days ago. So we want to pray for Beba and her family. We also want to pray for our sister in the Lord, Nina Jace. She's, I just heard today she's back in the hospital. So we need to pray for, for Nina. And we also want to pray for Mimi, for her needs, uh, her protection upon her, and uh, success in her uh, schoolwork. So, Father, we just come before you, Lord. And, Lord, we know, we know the hurt of of losing somebody and, and, and Ronnie went home to be with you Lord at a very young age and we just pray for Beba and her family I pray for, for John Brown and Sophie and the rest of the family comfort. we need comfort in this time of, of loss separation we pray for comfort and peace upon the family Lord I pray especially for, for Beba that you would just be with her let your angels minister to her and the children. We pray for Nina. We thank you for 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 all you've done for healing her, Lord, with the with, with the heart condition and the stint. But Lord, I pray that her breathing would be normal, that everything would go well. That she would be home with her family for the holiday. I just pray, Lord. Your blessing upon upon Nina. We pray for Miller, Lord, that uh, that you would keep him healthy, Mogodad, Arakdes Mogodel, and that, that all would go well, Mogodel, next week at the doctor's Mogodel. We also pray for Mimi. I pray for Mimi, Mogodel, Dehel, Chizor, Pilati, Mogodad, that you would just continue to bless her and that you would continue, Lord, to do all that you desire to do in her life. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. If you have a prayer request, if you need prayer, if you know somebody who needs prayer, if you know somebody who's in the hospital or somebody who's ill and you want to bring them before the Lord, if you know somebody who needs to be saved and you're concerned for them and you want you want to just bring them before the Lord, I just encourage you to call in tonight. The number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on the air calls for your prayer requests, your questions, your testimonies, praise reports, 
Call in tonight. And let's praise the Lord. Let's seek the Lord together. It's 888-995-5552. So what are you doing for Christmas? What are you doing for the holidays? What are you doing for Sunday church? Well, I want to encourage you and let you know some of the things that are happening around the city. Uh, something you can you can do for, 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 for Sunday, of course, is uh, Sunday morning uh, at the Hills Church with Pastor Walter Hofflin in Arcadia. Uh, the address is 805 North First Avenue. Now, usually I'd be telling you about our Friday nights, uh, Friday night uh, prayer meeting and Bible study, but we're gonna we're holding off on uh, on the Friday nights till after the first of the year. So I want to encourage you to be in church Sunday morning at 10 a.m. at the Hills Church. Uh, that's where I'll be tomorrow morning, God willing. Uh, let's meet together for church at 10 a.m at the Hills Church at 805 North 1st Avenue in Arcadia. So we'll be having regular church service, 10 a.m. Sunday morning, and then Christmas Eve, we'll be having a candlelight service, again at 805 North 1st Avenue in Arcadia at 6 o'clock. So 10 a.m. is church on Sunday morning, and then 6 p.m. is the candlelight service at the Hills Church. Also, uh, Pastor Steve Johnson will be having his regular Sunday service in in Temple City, uh, on Temple City Boulevard, and that is Sunday at 7 p.m., so Sunday service at 7 p.m., and then Christmas Eve is going to be at 8 o'clock. <clears throat> so, excuse me, so if you're looking for a church to be, uh, to have Sunday services, you've got the Hills Church at 10 a.m., You've got Pastor Steve Johnson at 7, and then Christmas Eve at the Hills Church at 6, and Christmas Eve at Pastor Steve Johnson at 8. Then, if you're out in Moreno Valley, you've got Pastor Alex, who is having uh, uh, Sunday services at 9 p.m., and then Christmas Day, not Christmas Eve, he'll be having uh, on Christmas, December 25th, he'll be having a, a children's play at 9 p.m. So, if you need more information, give us a call. Uh, if you want to be on the air for a prayer, for, for, for a question, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552. Uh, we want to pray for April, uh, for April's every need in every part of her life. So, Father, we just pray for April, Lord, and bring her before you and just ask your blessing upon her, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. Let's go to our phone lines. I'm not sure of of how to pronounce this name. I think it's Olivio. So let's go to our phone and pray for Hello, Olivio? Yes. Hi. Olivia. Olivia. How yes. can, how can we help you tonight, Olivia? Well, I had a back surgery at Cedar Sinai. And I'm in the hospital bed in my living room. And the Lord has blessed me to move to Atlanta. Mm -hmm. He told me that he would deliver me off this bed so I could get off that jet. And he also told me that he would bless me financially, that I can pay for movers to move my furnishings and get on a jet and go be with my family. Well, let's pray, Olivia. I thought it was going to happen for me for Thanksgiving. It did not. 
And I know Christmas is just days away. And I know people are laughing at me, saying, well, you're trusting in something that's just not going to happen. But that is a lie. I'm a born-again Christian. I know from whence comes my help, my help coming from the Lord. Amen, amen. And many are the afflictions of the righteous, but the Lord delivers them out of them all. He told me to look not to your left nor to your right, but look directly at him. And no matter what you think, feel, see, or hear, trust in him. Continue in his word day and night. And just have the faith of Father Abraham. Well, have the patience to endure to the end. Amen. Well, let's let's pray right now, Olivia. Praise the Lord, brother. Father, we just thank you and we praise you, Lord. Hallelujah. We thank you, Father, that your word is true. Yes. And what you say will come to pass. Yes, Lord. Father, if you said it, Lord, then it's going to happen, Father. Hallelujah. So I pray for Olivia. I pray, Lord, for for her. First of all, for her. For her health, yes. Father, that you would raise her up from that hospital bed, yes, and Lord. that you would bring her home, Lord, safe and healthy and and totally healed. And yes, I pray Lord. for Lord that you would provide every need in her life, Father, that, her, that your perfect will would be accomplished, Lord. That Thank you would do all that you said that you've done, that you would do, and that it would be done for your glory, Hallelujah. Lord, to show, Lord, that 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 that, that, that no one can laugh at the will of God. Yes. Lord, there's there, there's no foolishness in what you do, only wisdom. So I just pray, Lord, that you would accomplish all that you desire to do for Olivia, yes, and that it would be done for your glory in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. Name. Hallelujah, Amen. brother. And I, when the Lord blesses me financially, I'll be able to send in a wonderful donation before I go on to Atlanta. Well, I thank you for that. God bless you, Olivia. God and you have a very you, Merry God. Christmas, sister. Merry Christmas God and bless. Happy New Year. God bless. Well, uh, Olivia mentioned it, so I'm gonna I'm gonna just continue on on what she was saying. You know, this is a listener uh, sponsored program, and I would encourage you to pray, pray and seek the Lord and ask the Lord if you would if He would have you help us stay on the air. You know, if uh, if, if there's a uh, a year end uh, donation you can send in, or if you can uh, start doing something on a monthly basis, whatever the Lord puts on your heart, you know, whatever donation you send in, big or small. Uh, everything goes to help keep us on the air here at KKLA. So if the Lord puts it on your heart, uh, I just encourage you to make your check of money order out to the Gypsy Christian Hour. You can make it out to the Gypsy Christian Hour and send your donations to P.O. Box 93917. That's P.O. Box 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. So I encourage you, Pray about it. Seek, how the, seek the Lord on if he would have you help us stay here on the air on KKLA. You know, we're this is our 31st year. We'll be starting next year for uh, in our 32nd year here at KKLA. 32 years here on the air with you. So help us stay on the air. Send in your donations. Whatever you send in goes directly to keeping us here on KKLA. So if you didn't get the address, don't worry. Keep a pencil handy and you'll... You'll hear it again before we go off the air. Again, uh, thank you. God bless you for, for whatever you can do to help us stay here at KKLA. Uh, let's go to our next caller. And if you want to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. 
That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-the-air calls. If you have a prayer request, something you want to put before the Lord, something you just want to bring before the Lord in prayer, I encourage you. If there's somebody you want to pray for, call in and let's pray for them. If you have a question about the Bible, about Christianity, the cults, the occult, the the Christmas holidays, if you have a a question, call in tonight and we'll seek the Lord on on that for your behalf too. Also, look in the scriptures and see what the scriptures say. Where's the answer to your question? What is the answer to your question? That's 888-995-5552. Let's go back to the phone lines and we're going to talk to Eddie. Hi, Eddie. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. How can we help tonight? How you doing, Sam? Doing well, my friend. How are you doing? I'm doing good. Um, you know, I just wanted to talk to you about a few things. Um, I was with, uh, at a Bible study this morning mm-hmm. at a church, and I converted some Jehovah Witness outside the church. And, uh, you know, I was witnessing to them, and, you know, they always tell me, well, you know you're wrong, you don't, you don't believe in Christmas, and I know the doctrine. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and uh, you know, they were they were just saying some odd-of-all things, and, you know, they say, well, you Christians are wasting money, you guys don't know what you're doing, and, um, you know, it's just another day, and this and that, and that. I, I had asked her, I said, I said, I know you're Jehovah Witness, you know, and um, your doctrine is false. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and, and her mouth opened wide. She looked at me and she goes, well, what makes you think yours is any better? And I said, well, let me tell you something. Uh, read John 1.1. Mm-hmm. Your word, your translation says, a God. You know, in the beginning was the Word, the Word was with God, and the Word was a God. Now, how can a God, you know, he says, well, can you prove to me that Jesus Christ is God? Mm-hmm. And I says, well, read John 1, 1, and, and uh, read uh, the, the beginning of Genesis. Right. Do everything. And they just says, oh, no, 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 we have the New World Translations of the Holy Scriptures, your, your, your um, King James Version is wrong, and, you know, they just mm-hmm. went off the walls. Yeah. So I just looked at him and I said, you know what, I'm, I'm Merry Christmas, Happy New Year, and God loves you. And they just looked at me kind of weird. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, you know, I had, a, I had a run-in with some Jehovah Witnesses not too long ago. They came over to my house. <clears throat> and, you know, I, I, I talked to them a little while. And uh, I just started asking them questions. And yeah. uh, about what you're talking about, about John 1-1, uh, I brought that up. And I said, you know, the Christian, the, the the Jehovah, the New World Translation is different from every other Bible in the world. You're the only translation that says in the beginning was the Word, and the Word was a God. Right. Every other translation in the in the in the world says that Jesus is God. Right. Now, I'd like to know on what basis or what authority does the Watchtower change? The scripture that every other Bible in the world says is God to a God, mm-hmm. and they couldn't answer my question. I said, uh, "No." I asked them also this: Could you do me a favor? Could you give me the name of since the scriptures are translated from Greek to okay. English? Could you give me the name of one Greek? scholar who was on the council that translated the Bible from Greek to English. And they said, well, we can't do that. I said, I know you can't do that because there were none. (laughs) There were were not one 
There was not one Greek scholar that was involved with translating the New World Translation of the New Testament from Greek to English. Not one. So I said, yeah. so I said, please, if you can answer these questions for me, I would really appreciate it. And you know what they said? They, uh, said, they said, those are good questions. We'll have to get back uh, to you on that. Yeah. But they couldn't. Now, yeah. what was the purpose of me doing that? The purpose was giving them something to think about. Putting mm-hmm. a stone in their shoe and making them think about what I just asked them. I didn't, I didn't confront them. I didn't say, you know, you have false doctrine. I didn't say you're wrong because, you know, I don't want to win an argument. I want to right. win a soul. My right. desire is that they would come to the truth. But giving them something to think about, you know, you know, I, I wasn't going to, you know, I wasn't going to bring them to the foot of the cross that day. I wasn't going to get them mm-hmm. to, you know, to, to ask Jesus into their hearts. But I was going to give them something to think about. And, you know, during the course of our conversation, I gave them other things to think about, you know? Right. You know, I said, why did Jesus, you know, you guys don't believe in hell. You guys don't believe in a literal hell. Mm-hmm. Then yeah. if, if there's no such thing as a literal hell, why did Jesus talk so much about hell? He talked more right. about hell than he talked about heaven, heaven. you know? Right. So, 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 so these are things that we can do to try and uh, uh, just, just get them thinking about what they believe. You know, if they don't know the answer to these questions, they need to. I said, you know, isn't there? Isn't it worth enough? Isn't isn't there's too much at stake here? You're talking about your mm-hmm. eternal destiny. I said, right. and isn't there enough here at stake to ask these questions from your church? Right. And they said yes. They agreed with me. You know, they haven't come back since then, unfortunately. <laughs> and they don't. They never. They they never answered my questions. Yeah. But but I am sure glad I gave them I, I gave them uh, the 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 questions that I did because it gives them something to think about and hopefully you know the Lord will use that I pray that the Lord is able now, to use that. Now now do they still believe, uh, I know they don't believe in blood transfusions. No, they don't. They believe well the, where the Bible prohibits the uh, the Hebrews or the Jews the Israel from drinking the blood of animals or consuming them, they, 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 they take that to the extent that you can't even have a blood transfusion. Well, well don't they go back by the, uh, the book of Leviticus? Well, that's, yeah, the, 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 the yeah. commandment that God gave Moses yeah. not, to, not to consume or drink the blood of animals. Yeah, so, now that yeah. pertains to like eating pork and all that, right? Well, it, it, it pertains as to actually drinking the blood. Or, see, this was a pagan ritual. This is a pagan yeah. thing that, they, that was done, that they would actually drink the blood of animals and uh, consume uh-huh. that at, at times. And they said, and God said, no, don't do that. He, he yeah. prohibits that. So they take that to yeah. the extent to, of saying that you can't even have transfusions, uh, blood transfusions. Okay, Eddie? Okay, uh, I have one more question on sure. your program. Uh, you're, you're accepting donations, right? Of course, we are a, a 5013C. We we're a, a nonprofit organization, and if you want to send a donation, you'll get a you'll get a receipt and a, a write out. You can write it off on your taxes, the whole nine yards. We're we're registered with the Internal Revenue Service, and we're a nonprofit. And anything you send in goes directly on to keeping us here on KKLA. Okay. Well, 
Okay, so as far as keeping you on the air, can, can you do it online, like with a debit card? No, I don't. I, I'm not able yet to take debit cards. I really need to get working on my on the website at gchministries.org. Uh, yeah, we're not able to take that. donations yet on the website, but you can send it in uh, to uh, the Gypsy Christian Hour, uh, P.O. Box uh, 93917, Pasadena, California, 91109. And like I said, they'll give you the, the uh, address one more time before we go off the air. Okay. Is that what KKLA is at? No, KKLA is in Glendale. We're here in Glendale right now at the Glendale Studios on Brand Boulevard. Okay. All right. All right. Okay, Sam. Well, God bless you. Have a great. Uh, have a Merry Christmas. And you have a Merry Christmas too. God bless. Bye. And if you'd like to call in tonight, the number is one eight 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 nine nine five fifty five fifty two. That's eight 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 nine nine five 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 two for your prayer requests, your questions on Christianity, the Bible, the cults, the occult, Christmas, whatever is your question. Call in tonight. Whatever is your prayer request, let's pray and seek the Lord. That's eight eight eight. Nine nine five 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 two. Let's go right to the phone lines, and we're going to talk to David. Hi, David. You're on the Gypsy Christian Hour. Hey, Sammy. How are you? Doing well, man. How are you doing? Merry Christmas. Thank you. You too. Um, let's have two prayer requests. Um, so this year has been kind of was well, kind of rough for me. So I'm praying for a, a good 2019, like for everything, finances, relationships, just a better walk with with Christ, and also I need prayer for. Uh, been having some problems with my stomach um so i just want prayer for that and you know if you could just do that i appreciate that well father i just praise you and i thank you lord i thank you for david and lord thank you lord as he has had a tough year i can relate to that lord many people have, have it's been a difficult year for, for for so many and i just pray lord for 2019 i pray lord that there would be a blessing for each and every soul, Lord, who's seeking your will, seeking your desire. I just pray a blessing upon your people, a blessing upon David, a blessing upon our country for 2019, Lord, that we would seek you, find you, and enjoy the blessings of being in communion with a but an awesome and mighty God. I pray, Lord, for health, for finances, Lord, for spiritual growth, Lord. I just pray, Lord, that you would do miraculous and wondrous things in 2019 for your people. And I pray for David's health, Lord, Lord, that you would take care of whatever problem is going on in his life, Lord, in his body. Lord, that he would be touched, touched by you, Father, that he would be healed from the, from the crown of his head to the soles of his feet, Lord, that he would enjoy perfect health, Lord, I just pray, Lord, that your blessing would be upon David in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Thank you. One more thing. I, I was hearing about a tsunami go, that, that happened today and a bunch of people died. Is this a, another sign of the Lord uh, well, coming back? I don't know if it's a sign of the Lord coming back, but the Lord said and the tsunami, this tsunami was created was caused by an earthquake. And they'll, oh. Jesus said there will be earthquakes and there will be wars and rumors of wars. But he said, don't worry. These are just the signs. These are just the birth pangs. And, you know, these things have to happen before his coming. Whether or not this particular incident was part of his uh, uh, prophecy, I don't know. But we just pray for those people. I think it was in, in Indonesia. I'm not sure. But we just pray yeah. for, for God's blessing and, and God's protection upon them. Amen. Okay, Sammy. God bless you, you, my brother. Merry Christmas. Well, praise the Lord. If you'd like to call in tonight, the number is 888-995-5552. That's 888-995-5552 for the live on-air calls. Well, today is December the uh, 
what, 23rd? And uh, it's Sunday morning, December the 23rd, Christmas. Literally, is, is, is just around the corner. It's just a, a couple of days away. So are you ready? Are you prepared? Are you prepared to celebrate Christmas? Are you prepared to celebrate the birth of our Lord Jesus Christ? Are you ready to glorify God? You know, and what have you done? What have you done to get ready? How have you prepared? How have you prepared your family? You know, is is the birth of Christ something you talk about in your house? Is the birth of Christ something you talk about with your children? You know, um, you know, we all want to have a good Christmas. We all want to have a great Christmas. We all want to enjoy the day. We want to enjoy the season. You know, it's a time of year where, you know, there's a lot going on. And, you know, we all want to be happy. We all want to be joyous. We all want to just celebrate Christmas. You know, but, but what does celebrating Christmas really look like? You know, the world is, is, has, has, has sold us on this image of what Christmas is like or what Christmas should be like. You know, we all have these images that we see on television, uh, you know, Christmas presents in the morning and surprises and and uh, the family. And, you know, not everybody is able to do that. Not everybody has that, you know. And I really would like to look at what the first Christmas was like. You know, I know that today the, there's a tree and there's presents there's a lot of getting ready, a lot of preparing, a lot of uh, running errands and, 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 and cooking and baking. And, and, and whatever you do, whatever is your tradition of getting ready and getting prepared. You know, but sometimes you know, it can get really tough. And I'm not, I don't want to be a, a downer here. I'm not trying to bring you down. But I'm just looking at reality. You know, this year has been tough on a lot of people especially our family you know we 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 you know we've suffered some some loss we've lost some precious people and it gets tough you know and then there's the pressure of getting ready for christmas there's so much so many things associated with christmas that that includes pressure and get includes ready. but you know that's all okay it's okay you know because it's been like that from the beginning it hasn't been easy from the beginning. You know, the beginning of Christmas. What was the beginning of Christmas? What would what was the what was it like the first Christmas? See, it wasn't easy for Mary and Joseph either. You know, they had a pretty tough first Christmas. You know, it says in Luke, Luke one twenty six, we're gonna be reading. It says in the sixth month. God sent the angel to Gabriel. I'm sorry. God sent the angel Gabriel to Nazareth, a town in Galilee, to a virgin pledged to be married to a man named Joseph, a descendant of David. The virgin's name was Mary. The angel went to her and said, Greetings, you who are highly favored. The Lord is with you. Mary was greatly troubled at his words and wondered what kind of greeting this might be. But the angel said to her, Do not be afraid, Mary. You have found favor with God. You will be with child and give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus. 
he will be great and will be called the Son of the Most High. The Lord God will give him the throne of his father David, and he will reign over the house of Jacob forever. His kingdom will never end. And Mary said, How will this be? As she asked the angel, Since I am a virgin. The angel answered, The Holy Spirit will come upon you, and the power of the Most High will overshadow you. So the Holy One, so the Holy One to be born will be called the Son of God. Even Elizabeth, your relative, is going to have a child in her old age, and she, who was said to be barren, is in her sixth month, for nothing is impossible with God. Mary said, I am the Lord's servant. May it be to me as you have said. Then the angel left her. May it be to me as you have said. Mary received, accepted the will of God immediately and totally and completely. Mary heard these words and she immediately accepted God's will. She said, Lord, may it be to me as you have said. You know, but it couldn't have been easy. This must have been troubling to Mary. She must have had some worries. She must have had some concerns. There must have been some anxiety mixed in here. Even though she had the faith to receive the will of God, even though she was trusting in God, there must have been some concern. There must have been some anxiety going all along with what the angel told her. You know, what did she think her mother and father was going to say or think? You know, here she is. You know, she's not married and she's going to have a baby, Tiftin. What will my mother and father think? Heck, what's Joseph going to think? What will the people of the city think? Her reputation is shot. You know, are they going to want to stone her? Because in this, in this situation, that's what's called for, for her to be stoned. But without hesitation... Mary receives and accepts and rejoices at the angel's message. That's faith. That's faith and trust, even when it's tough. Even when it's hard to, if not impossible, to understand. You know, how can it be like this? How can this happen? You know, and God is showing us we can have that same kind of faith, even if it's hard getting ready. For this Christmas, even if you're having a problem, even if you're having trouble, even if there isn't everything that you want there to be for this Christmas, you can have the same faith and trust, the same joy that Mary has, because she had that faith. She trusted in the Lord. She accepted and received God's will. And whatever God's will is for your life right now, at this moment, be thankful. Be joyful. Be joyful in your celebration of Christmas because it's all about Christ. It's not about the Christmas tree. It's not about the presents. It's not about what you can do to get ready. It's what Christ has done to get you ready for heaven. It's what Christ has done to get you ready for eternity. That's what Christmas is really about. God is showing us we can have the same kind of faith that Mary had. We can have the same kind of joy that Mary had, the same kind of trust. But what about Joseph now? You know, Joseph's in this picture. 
Joseph's supposed to be getting married, to marry. They're betrothed. They're husband and wife. You know, they're, they're engaged, and they're going to be married. And she tells him about the angel, and that she was in a family way. She's with child, and this is going to be the son of God. What do you think Joseph was going to say? What do you think Joseph said? Well, let me tell you what it says in, in Matthew, the first chapter, the 18 to 25. It says, this is how the birth of Jesus Christ came about. His mother Mary was pledged to be married to Joseph. But before they came together, before they were married, she was found to be with child through the Holy Spirit. So because Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace, he had in mind to divorce her quietly. He was going to put her away quietly. He was going to do this quietly, not to expose her to public disgrace, not to put her in this position that they would stone her. It says, but after he had considered this, an angel of the Lord appeared to him in a dream and said to him, Joseph, son of David, do not be afraid to take Mary home as your wife, because what is conceived in her is from the Holy Spirit. She will give birth to a son, and you are to give him the name Jesus, because he will save his people from their sins. And all this took place to fulfill what the Lord had said through the prophet. The virgin will be with child and will give birth to a son, and they will call him Emmanuel, which means God is with us. When Joseph woke up, he did, know, he did what the angels of the Lord had, had commanded him to do and took Mary home as his wife. But he had no union with her until she gave birth to a son. And he gave him the name Jesus. You know, Joseph, after Mary told him what the angel said, he didn't believe her. Because it says Joseph, her husband, was a righteous man and did not want to expose her to public disgrace. He, did, he had it in mind to divorce her. So Joseph was going to divorce Mary quietly, not to expose her. Why? Because he was a godly man, it says. And I think he really did love Mary. I think he was concerned for her. He didn't want to see anything happen to her that would hurt her or cause her pain. You know, she was in a tough situation as it was. He didn't want to make things worse. You know, but God tells Joseph in a dream what's really going on. And Joseph obeys the Lord. Joseph trusted the Lord. Again, I don't think it was easy. But Joseph shows great faith and follows the angel's instructions. So it wasn't easy for Mary and Joseph. There had to be a lot of anxiety. had to be a lot of concern. What was the world going to think? What was people going to think? What were people going to say? But they trusted God because it was more important to them what God said. What God said. He said, this is going to be a tremendous birth. And he would give Jesus the throne of his father David. That his kingdom would reign forever that he would save humanity that he would save his people from their sins that he would be called the son of god so they trusted god the same way we need to trust god the same way we need to put our anxiety and our fears on him you know something that the lord has been showing me this christmas is to put our anxiety and to put our fear on him 
Just give it to him and let him work it out. To trust that no matter what, God is going to work it out. You know, and again, we don't know really what they went through to accomplish the will of God. We don't know. We don't know the details of what happened up until the time of Jesus' birth. But we know they followed God in faith. We know they followed God in faith and in trust, even though they had no idea where he would take them or how things were going to work out. You see, we look back. We have the Bible. We're able to read and look back and uh, at what, you know, we, we see things after they happen. So we know what happened. We have all this information. They didn't have this information. They had the scriptures, the prophecies, but they didn't know how they were going to work out. You know, Mary and Joseph didn't have the luxury that we have today of looking back and being able to see what actually happened. They had to take it one step at a time without knowing the future. You know, we look back at the past and we have the story. We know what happened. You know, they needed to take it, their faith literally one step at a time. And that takes trusting God. What are you trusting God for this Christmas? What are you trusting Him for? Is it your health? Is it healing? Is it finances? Is it whatever? What are you trusting God for? You can trust Him. Know that He'll work it out. Know that He's in control. Our God is in control and He has everything in His hand. You know, and, and even though things that might not seem like they're going right, God knows what you're going through. God knows what's, what, what's going on in your life, and he's concerned and he's involved. He was concerned and involved with Mary and Joseph, and he's concerned and involved with you. And you can take him at his word that he will work things out. Romans tells us that God causes all things to work together for the good, for those who love him and are called according to his purpose. And I encourage you to read that scripture. It's in Romans. And go on, go on beyond that. And it tells you what that purpose is. So, you know, we have the luxury of looking back and knowing what happened. You know, we have this image of what Jesus' birth looked like in, the, in, 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 that, in that stable. Do you think it was a nice place? You think it was a pleasant place to be born? A stable? You know, that Christmas was not easy for Mary and Joseph. It wasn't easy for Jesus either. Do you think Mary and Joseph wanted to be traveling just before the birth of Jesus? They had no control over this. You know, the decree came from Caesar, and they had to go to Bethlehem, whether they liked it or not. Yeah, I don't know how much prep time they had or how much uh how far along you know how how uh, uh much time they had before they they needed to leave or or how they how they prepared or what happened. We don't know the details, but we know that they had to travel to Bethlehem from Nazareth before Jesus's birth. I'm sure they would have rather have been in Nazareth in their comfortable home, you know and not on the road, and not certainly not in the stable, because it says there was no room for them at the inn. You know, they had to, they, they were in a stable. We don't know how long they were there. 
But we know we were there, they were there for Jesus' birth. Jesus was born in a stable. You know? And and what about the stable? What do you think a stable was like then? It was probably more like a, a, a cave. There was a carved out place. It was like a cave where animals were. It was cold. It was a cold, dark cave most likely. And most likely it was pretty smelly. There was animals all around. This, this, this wasn't a place where people were supposed to be. This was a place for, to keep the animals safe. So there were animals, smelly, smelly animals. You know, is this a place you want to have your, your, your child born? This is not a place where you want to be for the birth of your child. The Son of God, the King of Kings, and the Creator of the universe is born. Born as a baby. Not in a palace, not in warmth, not in luxury, not not even in a common house or the inn, but in a smelly, cold, animal-infested stable. Not in beautiful silk, but in swaddling clothes, rags, didism. No, the first Christmas wasn't easy, it wasn't beautiful, and it wasn't filled with presents. There was no Christmas tree. There was no luxury. There was a smelly stable with animals. But it was perfect. It was perfect because it's just as God ordained it to be. To show us that if he can do it, and he's God, we can do it too. We can get through every Christmas. We can get through every year. You know, he didn't ask us to do anything. No matter what you're going through, whether you're in in luxury or you're in want, God did not ask us to do anything that he hasn't done. No matter what's going on in your life right now, you can get through it. You can get through it when God is in it with you, and he is. God, my friend, is in it with you. He's there. He's there with you right now. You know, God sent his son into a smelly, cold, ugly world to be born in a stable on Christmas. On Christmas, Why did he do that? To give us the greatest gift, the greatest present of all. All of his love, all of his grace, and all of his mercy and all of his forgiveness. Jesus Christ came on Christmas morning to show you his love, to give you his grace, to provide mercy, forgiveness, so that we could have eternal life, that we would have a relationship with him, that everything that was in the way would be taken out of the way, that we would be at peace with God, and that we would be able to come into his presence. He came to prepare us for heaven. He came to prepare us to be with him. You know, Christmas is God's love for a broken, upside-down world. A broken... And just look at our country. Look at the, look at the, the way the world is going right now. Just look at what's going on. The world is upside down. This country is upside down. 
Our lives can be upside down. A broken, upside down you and me. He came to bring us into his perfect kingdom. And it all started, think about this, it all started in a smelly, cold stable in Bethlehem, the first Christmas. You know, God loves you. And that's why it's a Merry Christmas. It's not a Merry Christmas because of presents, gifts, songs, decorations. That doesn't make it a Merry Christmas. The Merry Christmas, or having a Merry Christmas, is realizing His love, Christ's love, Jesus' love for you. You know, it says, For God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten Son, so that whoever believes in him should not perish, but have eternal life. And Jesus said in John 17, 3, And this is eternal life, to know the one true God and Jesus Christ whom he has sent. You know, if you really truly want a merry, joyful Christmas, spend it with Jesus. And if you've never asked Jesus, if you've never received Christ as your Savior, I'm hoping you'll receive him right now. I'm hoping you'll take the time and realize that this is a divine appointment. You're listening to this program for a reason. You're listening to this message for a reason, that you would have a merry Christmas, a Christmas to truly celebrate the birth of your Savior. Receive him now as your Savior. And just pray with me right now and repeat after me and speak to God from your heart and say, Jesus, I know that you are the Son of God. And I know that you came on this earth to sacrifice yourself on the cross to forgive me of my sins. I pray that you would forgive me right now of all of my sins. Come into my heart and live with me. I desire to be born again and to live my life from now on to serve you and to worship you. I receive you now as my Lord and Savior and I thank you for all that you did, for coming into this world, for living the perfect life, for dying on a cross, and for being resurrected on the third day. I thank you, I praise you, and I commit myself to you. Amen. Well, if you just prayed that prayer, I welcome you into the kingdom of God. I welcome you into the family of God. And this is the merriest Christmas that you could ever imagine because now, because of your confession of faith, you know, the Bible tells us that if you confess him with your mouth as Lord and Savior, you shall be saved. So you are saved, saved from an eternal separation from God to an eternal relationship with him. You have a relationship with him. And I encourage you, that now that you've received the Lord, now that you've accepted the salvation that God has given you, I encourage you to start reading your Bible. Get a Bible. Get a Bible, start reading the Word, start going to church, be with other Christians, and enjoy this time of year. Enjoy the season. 
because Jesus is truly the reason for the season. This whole time of the year, Christmas, it's about Jesus. Even the even the word, even the title Christmas, it's Christ Mass. Jesus is at the center of Christmas. You know, the word Christmas comes from from two words, the Christ Christ Mass. It was about it's about every December it was about every December twenty fifth, people would go to church and they would hear the Christ Mass. The Mass about the birth of Christ. And it became known as the Christ Mass, and that became Christmas. So that's you know, that's why they want to take that's why they they put X instead of Christ in in, in, in Xmas. They're trying to the world is trying to take Christ out of Christmas. Don't let the world take Christ out of your Christmas. Make sure that Jesus is at the center of your Christmas. Make sure he's involved in everything that you do. You know, when you're cooking or baking or doing whatever you're doing in the house, put Christian music on. Let there be praise. Let there be worship in your in your house. When you're talking to your children about Christmas, remind them about the birth of Jesus Christ. Remind them what we're truly celebrating. And when you go to church, go to church not expecting to receive, but with a desire to give. Give worship. Give praise. Give honor. Go to church ready to worship God. Go to church expecting to meet up with the Lord. That's why we go to church. You know, we, we don't go to church to become better Christians. We go to church just because we are Christians and we desire to worship God. So be in church. Don't forget tomorrow morning at the Hills Church, 10 a.m. And then Christmas Eve, 6, 6 p.m. at the Hills Church. Pastor Steve Johnson will be having service tomorrow at, at, at uh, 7 o'clock. And then Christmas Eve at 8 o'clock, Pastor Alex out in Reno Valley, 9 o'clock on Sunday, and then 9 o'clock on Christmas Day. So there's a lot of things going on. I encourage you to be a part of it. Wherever you are, be joyous and receive the Lord in Jesus' name. Well, praise the Lord. Thank you for, for listening tonight. We'll be with you back uh, back here, and we'll be talking about the new year next week. God bless you. Good night. And have a merry, merry Christmas. Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. 
The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.